Experience Never Seen the World. The Fallen Electric's debut album featuring the title track Never Seen the World. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Think twice, know that I have never seen the world. I've never seen the world. Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fanboy Show! Oh, what's up, everyone? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Fanboy Show. Thank you for downloading the Pot of One Major Podcast apps, subscribing, telling a friend like a tramp. You can always reach us at Fanboy Show. That's FWBarshow.com. And FWBar Show is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ain't that right, food? Sure, why not? Yes, today on tap, we have a few things, but first and foremost, we have the Foo House in on the podcast once again. Foo Say House. hi, Foo and Steph. Foobity doobity. What's up, my dudes? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, guys. Couldn't have happened any better. Welcome back. It's Sunday. Let's see, what's on tap? We're going to check out some Captain Marvel news, maybe yeah. some spoilers. Maybe some spoilers. So, so um, be prepared. Be prepared. If you haven't already seen it, um, I'm, I I need to see it still. Steph and I still need to watch this movie. And to my understanding, it ties in a lot of stuff that's been going on. So Correct. we're going to break hearts and grab attention and spoil the movie for you. Okay, thank you. Man, that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> because I'm all about spoilers. Yes. I love being spoiled because I still, if spoilers to me, to a, a, I'm a different breed of cat, I suppose, in this kind of sense where I am more excited to go see the movie after it has been spoiled because I want to see how that goes down because now I'm looking for this. I'm looking for it in the movie. It's a little roadmap for me. That's going to be funny because this is going to be a special breed of cat that will be funny for you. Oh, I understand there's a cat in this oh, movie. Oh, yes, right? that is right. Wow, there's a cat. I hate you for this. I hate you for that <laughs> There's a major now. player cat Why in the movie. Why did you do this to me? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in the ruined. commercial. Ruined. I saw it in the commercial where uh, like an orange cat or something, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. The cat named Goose. And we'll go into that more. All right. More detail. But what else we got, man? Uh, we got the joint report and All music right. highlights, too. Uh, on the joint report, I wanted to talk about the vapes, the vape pen controversy about them putting metals in vape pens. So, uh, Not I, a I fan, foo. I found an article explaining a little bit more <gasps> in depth Ooh. and letting people know, I think, I guess, the news that you've known, I guess, for the last few weeks, foo. So the foo's been warning me about using cartridges on vape pens. So we're going to talk about that. And, of course, music highlights with some uh, new tracks and an old track that I found from way back when. But I wanted to complain about something first. Oh, here we go. Was it, here we was go. it the Everyone Modelo truck, in. Foo? Buckle no, it wasn't the Modelo truck, but that fucking sucks. Let's talk about that because I saw the news that a Modelo truck crashed and emptied out like its entire load, right? Yeah, All it, on the street. It blew it. it the dr- truck driver said it's Modelo time, foo, and just turned <laughs> over. <and laughs> what? So what, what exit or where on off the freeway? Of, so off of Garvey, you know, uh, where the hotel of the Best Western's at? Do on I? that little underpass. I mean, um, what? Where? where the 10 exit, where the 10 exit uh, right there off of Grand is. <gasps> you know how it curves over and there's that little underpass so you can go to the side streets yeah. up? 
mm-hmm. it crashed right there. So it just spilled all I over. I saw a picture of it, it, and it was just like all these Modelo. It was a nightmare. It was like my nightmare. Or it was a dream <laughs> was come hell. true, dude. For that quick, everyone, come to the come to this truck they and finish this beer. They should have. It's they, gonna spoil, dude. They should have quality controlled it and threw like a mini party there, dude. Some oh, of the cases dude. were still intact too. Mm-hmm. Dude, all you needed was a guy with could... a jukebox to come by and bring a couple a of his friends. A few tables, some solo cups, and pong balls. Boom. Party. <laughs> You're good to go. Party, dude. man. They'd clean it up for they you. probably couldn't get a permit. <laughs> I'm actually a little disappointed in the uh, students at Cal Poly Pomona for not like thinking about just, hey, you know, how can we help? Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, we'll be right there. We'll be right there. We're on it. We're on it. It's yeah, because no they, Spud, their new Judd. logo. I don't trust them with anything after the logo change, man. <laughs> they look uh, all official now and shit. They don't look official at all. Look like a they look like a bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> they look like their logo is like an idea wheel. Anyway, what? So yeah. what else did you have to complain about there, Fuse? Well, I wanted to just kind of create a complaint of a conglomerate of everything I've already complained about on the podcast. Oh, because God, that wow. that all happened to me this fucking morning. All right, hold on. I need so, to buckle in my seat real well, quick. Well, no. Jeez. So, so today I had to wake up a, a tad bit earlier than I would have normally on a Sunday. 12 o'clock? Uh, shut up. <laughs> so that I can go to my parents' house because I just got my mom a newer iPhone. I didn't get the, I didn't get her the newest iPhone because she wouldn't know what to do with it. But <laughs> but at least, at least at uh, least this one has a better battery in it. I got her an iPhone 8, mm-hmm. and she had the 5. Oh, okay. I, have, I actually have it right here. She used to have the five. Look at this little thing. Wow, dude. Remember these? Dude. <laughs> so oh tiny. God, it's so tiny. Yeah. But, wow. but you know, now I, uh, I'll probably fix the battery on it and then just use it for music or something like that. So yeah, it's my new iPod bad. Touch. Is what it be, it's what it's I become. still have my original iPod Touch. The one I, I bought you those many years ago? Yeah, it still works. Yeah. So anyway. Great so, podcast, man. Show and tell. Great podcast. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to my mom's house. I didn't have breakfast here at the house, so I went to a good old Jack in the Box to get myself some breakfast. <laughs> okay. And what happens but when I'm giving them the order, he asks me, you know, how For- much cream or sugar do you want? Or the sauces, dude. Or the sauces too. And then what I think is gonna, I'm like, yeah, give me two of each because I don't want to. I don't want to make it a drawn out conversation. Uh-huh. I was like, let's get this over with two of each. Uh huh. All right. So I get to the window, and who is it? But not him. Some other motherfucker is just like, so, hey, you want some cream or sugar for your coffee? I was like, I don't know, man. Why don't you ask Alex who took my order? But, I, I mean, I didn't say it out loud. You should have. You should have said it. But I was but like, why do it. they even fucking bother asking at the at the, at the the talk box? Number one. Okay. Number two, the entire way there, I'm trying to take the fast lane. And you got motherfuckers going at like 55 miles an hour where there's like no traffic. There's no traffic on a Sunday going west. And so that's number two. And number three is the motherfuckers who's leaving like two car spaces worth of space while they're waiting at a red light. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's different type of asshole right there. Yeah. (laughs) God, dude, you just. I got them all. I got them all. And then, of course, you get your. I just try to stay away from the the lane all the way to the right. Because Uh one of the things that irks me about people who drive around here in California is that they'll slow down to like two miles an hour to turn into a driveway. I hate that. That happens to me. Don't come all to a complete time. fucking stop. Meanwhile, when they're actually at a stop sign, they they they, they fight, you know, California rolling stop all the way. But no, what, what, how is getting a ticket less intimidating than turning into a fucking shopping center? <laughs> Look, wow. not only- so do you have like a rain cloud following you all day, just fucking 
pouring down like. on you. That's really what it felt like. Not only that, but when they when they go to they, <laughs> when they make Christ. the full stop to turn into a driveway, yeah, they're doing so from like the middle of the street. They don't yeah, even pull yeah, over yeah. to the curb. Yeah, they're or nowhere signal. near the they curb. They don't signal. No, no. Oh, that happens to me all the time, especially where I <laughs> work. All the I work in a city filled with old people. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all they do. They drive yeah. their big cars and they don't know how to drive. Right, and it's just like I just I tailgate them. And I'm like beeping at them, and it just makes them stop are you and slow down be- even are you more. Saying, more conf- are you saying? Yeah, they're just like, why, why, why are you, why are you, why are you beeping at me? What am I doing wrong? It's like you're doing everything wrong. Are you Get actually saying right. beep at them? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Instead of actually beep. hugging her, beep, bitch, beep. <laughs> awesome. You guys, you guys should not be on other. the. Yeah, God, you guys, are two peas, man. Two peas in a rotten pot. No, it, it's a it, adults suck, dude. Adult, when I was a kid, I never knew adults would be this stupid. I just, I just didn't think. You know, when you're a kid, you think adults have all the answers to every question. You know, they they got it figured out. They got a job. They can get. You know, they got their nine oh, to yeah. five. They're paying their bills. You know, it, it, it's it's made. It's made. You're done. You hit the finish line. Coast. No, you're an adult. You just find out there's a bunch of other adults don't. What the fuck's going on? Everybody's phoning it in every day. It's fucking hilarious, dude, and it pisses me off. You ever get that? <laughs> what the fuck? You ever get that, uncle? Growing up, it's like, oh, you'll find out when you're older, kid. That's because that guy's had a hard life and doesn't want to talk to you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> or he doesn't like you enough to give you a heads up prior to you just growing up and figuring it You'll out. You'll figure right? it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, Who, uh, did, wow, great, did you great uh, start today? I love it. Love did, the energy. Did you Positive. did you hear about the Jesse Smollett update, Foo? Go for it, man. What happened oh, with I, Jesse Smollett? Only that, like he got he's getting charged with sixteen felonies. Sixteen? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, he's, uh, for and he's getting the guy indicted. from Empire that the guy who paid, uh, paid the two guys to jump him. He faked it. <laughs> Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never his, knew what his name getting, was. He uh, faked his hate crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. he faked his hate crime. Wow. That's, That's crazy. Slow. 16 indictments of uh, falsifying. I hope this doesn't take back the movement of, of, you know, like. Well, no, but it's definitely not putting that guy in a good light. Yeah. 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 He shouldn't be an advocate for it anymore. He should just shut up. Yeah, he should just stay quiet. Well, I think he doesn't have a choice but to just shut the fuck up and go <laughs> away now. I mean, he got fired from Empire, so he showed up. It was Apparently, he showed up like right out of court, that first court date that he had when he got bailed. He showed up to the set because he that's when they were filming, yeah. and he called everybody in and said, "This these are all lies, you know, please believe me, blah, blah, blah. And then they shot the thing, and then he went home, and they went back to get jail, I guess. I don't know. Just He's not a bright person. They straight up lied to them. I mean, fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because after he'd said that, they that had their back. They're like, well, we're going to wait to see it out. You no, know, just see, let him go. He, right? Well, because after they came clean to him, they're like, we're going to we're going to you know, we're going to maintain our ground and not make a decision. And of course, when he act when he actually got charged with the fucking check, they're like, all right, this guy's gone. <laughs> yeah. So they'll figure it out. I don't watch Empire. I understand it's a very entertaining show. Uh, I've only watched it's like won the some awards. I watched the first season. Yeah, season and a half, I think. It was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, great for TV, definitely. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I Everybody who watches it religiously tells me that it's a great show. That Terrence Howard, out. man. Yeah. He still has it. He, sh- he should have been War Machine, dude. You, you think they should have kept him? Oh, that would have been pretty cool. He's a good actor. Yeah, but he wanted a lot of money. It was either him or Robert Downey Jr., man. Oh, they're going to keep Iron Man. Yeah, that's why. Mm. Uh, yeah, that yeah, makes that's sense. Why. 
Thanks, Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> cool. You want to get into nerdies, yeah, man? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, guys, nerd news. Well, hasn't really been much going on other than Captain Marvel being released. That's right. You know, uh, me and the Foo recently went to go watch it. And, you know, just an advance warning, spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler alert, Josh fell asleep. Well, hold on. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's, it's it's going to go on for a half hour. Joey, <laughs> you're not down. Don't. No, please. No, please. All right. Well, first off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Fu, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was a good movie. And I really, more than anything, enjoyed the way they uh, played the storyline out. So, how, how how, However... I would like to talk more about why the movie is good before I give my final critique of it. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah, man. dude. <laughs> no, because I want because I, I want to highlight what you thought was really good of it too. Okay, well, I mean, first off, the movie starts off with her being the character verse or Veers, because she's a part of like the Star Patrol, mm-hmm. well, the Kree Star Force, and they pretty much are going after this the scroll. Which are like these aliens that can shapeshift. Okay, don't give and away the whole movie. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's that's you already got that. Th- this that's is from the trailer. Oh my god. <laughs> Steph, Steph, I think we need to have the alarm on deck, food for yes, Steph. Yes, yes. So <laughs> for fuck's sake, the way take they, off your headphones. The way they inter- they show the scroll and the Kree interactions and that war, it's really good. There's a nice twist though, um, with how the scroll ultimately come out in the movie so everyone very good very very good i love the way they <laughs> did that um uh what, what was a cool flashback i don't know was it ronin he was like in the ronin was in the movie um ronin? he's it's supposed to be when he's younger when he's just still the accuser and mm-hmm. bombing up a bunch of uh you know he, they initially bomb before they go in the secret group go in and try and do their missions okay like he, he's usually meant as a distraction mm-hmm. or for mass like death like, taking, like just yeah, like, like taking out planets and shit yeah and just like in the comics he would usually show up and if he deemed you or if he like accused you then he would yeah because destroy your planet they call them the accusers he said we don't want to involve the accusers yet because they don't like do what the special ops team that um what's her name is on captain marvel's in she's part of like this Kree task force so if they don't decide not to send the task force, they send the accusers and they just wipe the planet. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. A little extreme. Yeah. So that's kind of like the the basis the basis for of the like, Kree Empire. Yeah. That's a little that's excessive. All, they're like a they in they're pretty much a bunch of planet conquerors. Like they're conquering and expanding their universe. Oh man. So uh, how it turns out, like her storyline, how she yeah, I don't know what the hell he's doing over here. <laughs> Doing over here, food grabbing at stuff. Let's go. It's like a kid trying to eat a bag of chips under Did the table. Did you bring Dickhead. a bag of candy with you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got over here? Like I see Hershey's. I see, t- I see some <laughs> Filipino pastries. Some Mentos. I mean, yeah. The, the when you want to get away with murder, you gotta have some Mentos. <laughs> 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 you remember those commercials? They're the fresh yeah, they're maker, crazy. dude. 
Staying fresh, staying clean. There's a lot of 90s music, 1995 music. Mm-hmm, from the movie. From the movie. Yes. Uh, as it takes place in 1995, where she drops in through the blockbuster. There's a nice little Radio Shack reference in there, oh, too. Shit. Um, and then the, the, best, the best part of the movie for me was Stanley's cameo. Oh, and I heard about this. And yeah. I posted something about this, too, on the Facebook. So I will spoil this for you guys, this this little cameo. But I, it's still worth going to watch it. Um, she, when she's in the bus going after or in that subway, in the if you guys remember in the trailer. Someone. Yeah, when she's like slaps or punches that old woman mm. in the trailer. Um, it's like right before that, in that scene, she's like looking at people, like scanning their faces to see if they're scroll. And she looks at Stan Lee, and he has, like, the mall rat script in front of his face. <laughs> and then he's all, listen, young believer. And he's like, listen, young believer. And, like, she pulls it down. He looks at her, and he smiles. And she smiles back. And then he puts it back up and keeps reading the script. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Kevin Smith posted something. Like, he was he was bawling. He was in tears because he's like, oh, my God, the Marvel Universe just acknowledged me and said that I'm in, that I exist. That yeah. I exist in this entire in universe. universe. Yeah. No, Dude, a that part means of it. Jay and Silent Bob exist in Marvel. <laughs> oh, Crossover. No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh and, and also it being Stan Lee's last cameo that he ever did was it's it's a nice fucking well, little gem, isn't still, it? There's still there's still two more. He's no way. Yeah. Where is he, where He's is in he a, now? because he filmed his cameos for Spider Man Far From Home uh-huh. and Avengers Endgame. Oh, dope. So, okay, so it's not exactly the last one. Not ex- not his last one. I think but, Spider-Man but Far From But they did Home acknowledge Home. after they did the Marvel. Like, you know how they have the Marvel scenes with all the comics mm-hmm. running off now before it turns into Marvel? Yeah. Um, and they've evolved that now. Instead from the comic scenes, it's like uh, little it's like clips the op- from the from the actual actors in right. the movies. Uh-huh. Uh, it was all Stan Lee, like cameos and everything. And then before the movie started, it said, thank you, Stan. Oh, dope. Aww. Yeah, and everyone in the theater started clapping. So it was a real cool this was like, yeah, a real good acknowledgement. It's like how them. they did it. Yeah, how they opened with that little Marvel sequence. That's yeah. what you're talking about, right? From yeah. 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 And it it's funny nice. um, with, you know, Kevin Smith being a huge DC fan and Marvel giving him a little nod like that. Yeah. It's it's really cool to, for him, you know, it's, he's got to be feeling pretty good about it. They're like, come to it. our side, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the rest of the movie, it's it's pretty good. Um it's it could be better in certain parts just mm-hmm. because they were trying to make it you know it was a little cheesy at times but the story itself on her origin um, the expansion pretty much of the universe into space because mm-hmm. you're gonna it pretty much opens up the secret invasion storyline mm-hmm. or the scroll storyline because now we know they exist and now we know that they could potentially be anywhere and anyone um, because they showed you how like the scroll like adopt people or change their uh change their appearance like the leader all he did was he looked at someone and he like scanned them and they're able to copy their entire dna mm-hmm. and just and, look and their and, clothing and their clothing and they can look uh they can retain your the memories of the person they clone for only up to like the last what he said like three days right yeah like three, three days oh just so they can get enough information to know how to act and yeah like how that. to act okay. and how to how to blend in uh-huh so like that was that's supposed to be one of the, one of the factors um, to figure out you know if you uh, if you are a scroll is mm. to like ask questions about like deep past and stuff like that. So like there's a funny scene in the movie where Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson are at like this bar table mm-hmm. where she's trying to confirm he's not a scroll, and so she starts asking him revealing questions, and one of them was like. Uh, 
what's your favorite? What was your first cat's name? And he's like, Fluffers. She's like, Fluffers? Really? He's like, yeah, Fluffers. Just little dumb crap like that. <laughs> like, just, that's, that's pretty much some of the parts in the movie. Well, that okay. will like, no longer be funny to me. Oh, shut up. Been spoiled. Yes, shut it will. up. Wet yes, it will. You're a wet blanket anyway. No. <laughs> we really haven't spoiled. You know, if you want us to start spoiling that, I mean, we could do it. No, we have not spoiled anything. You yeah. There's still so much more. Yeah, we'll give... I understand it's a, it's a movie full of cool stuff. Like, there's a lot of cool references. There's a lot of cool things that you guys will see still. And they set up a lot of stuff and even explain where or the reason why she was not around during the first couple of Avengers movies. Correct. Not explain it, but at least set it up no, where you can kind of tie no, that they explained in. It. Yeah, they very much explained uh-huh. where she is. Yeah. Um, how they ended it very well. Mm-hmm. Into tying it into the Avengers, and I recommend everyone stay all the way to like the second end credit scene because there are two end credit scenes. Uh, we didn't stay last night for the second one, but I kind of explained to the foo what it is, and that was but, good enough for me. Yeah, okay, I didn't cool. need so to. Just, I didn't need so to stick see around that, for those. That bullshit. Yeah, as I mean, you kind of have to expect it with a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. That's their trademark. That's their stamp. Right yeah, there, you know, and it, like 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 Josh said, you know, it was cheesy at times, which made, that which all the Marvel movies are. Mm. I had its cool, funny mo- uh, moments too, um, but for me, the best part of the movie was like the peak of the storyline and the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the best there is parts a twist. of the movie. There is a slight twist in the movie too, so just be ready for something to kind of like throw you off. Uh, Captain Marvel actually opened up to 153 million this weekend at the box office. Nice. Yeah, so it's starting off strong, but it's not without controversy because uh, just like how Black Panther was targeted was like a target of a bunch of poor reviews on purpose like trolls just doing oh, it on purpose yeah. so was captain marvel like it initially opened up to a 79 on rotten tomatoes and a 31 on uh, of audience review yeah. and so what it turns out it was just a bunch of negative stuff that was like for some reason rotten tomatoes was allowed a bunch of these reviewers to mm. open up early mm-hmm. and to start leaving comments earlier before the movie was even released so that's why people just started leaving a bunch of negative ones. Just yeah, so that before way even the early the early showings were revealed. And and, and who is this coming from? Do you think there's a? a it's an, a lot of uh, I'm putting anti-feminists. on my conspiracy hat though. Uh, from a from a capitalistic perspective, I think that maybe it's coming from opposing uh, studios that have also movies coming out around that that same time. Not most. Not not all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fans of those studios or universes, like a lot of. Fucking Batman fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm trying to exclude myself here from this particular group. Yeah. Uh, they, they just start talking shit about any Marvel fan or like a mm-hmm. lot of DC fans will go against it. But uh, in, in this case, it was a lot of, you there's, know, anti woman kind of. Yeah, that's there's a, because uh, in, the, in the movie, it's very, uh, you know, Captain. Female empowerment. F- female empowerment, mm-hmm. you know, it goes from, you know, like when she's re- revealing her history, it shows like her as a kid always getting like beat up and everything, mm-hmm. and even or put her, down by men, or put down by men and her dad. Mm-hmm. And then like you know, there's very those values of the movie where she can do it, you know. Yeah. Like the female empowerment, uh, feministic values, and you know people fucking hate. There are people who hate that shit, so that's why the movie was getting bad marks. Yeah. Of people who are opposed against that because there's. Strong values of but that. But you know in the what movie. sucks about that, though, if we're talking about the whole female empowerment thing in regards to this movie, is that that shit actually goes down in real life, and they're and they're just showing it and yeah. they're applying it to her youth, 
so that she can become somebody with some character, you know? But you know how, you know people, man. Uh, people people don't like to see people suck. You know, they don't like to see their shit thrown in their face. You know, mm-hmm. they don't like to see reality thrown in their mm-hmm. face. But it's a good movie. It's the whole female empowerment thing aside, like they don't do it that that bad. I mean, it's just like, all right, down. Like this chick had to go through some shit. She really had to mm-hmm. kind of prove herself. Yeah. Which all, you know, women have to, if you have to think about it. Most women have to think, you know, besides Steph. Uh, most women, you know, have to fight. Fight hard. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> no one, of, one of, like, the mentors from her team was, like, uh, from the beginning, like, you can't think with your emotions. You need to, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep, you're emotional. You need like, to think with your brain, not with your heart. Right. Kind of all those values, and they kind of harped on that throughout the movie, too. Um, so, I mean, for that reason, people went out and shit all over it. But you know what? I will say this about the movie, though. Um... It's not in my top five. So which would be? Definitely if we're not talking in my about, top ten. If we're talking about your top five, Foo, I'm curious now. Since you're curious. bringing that up. Uh, what are your top five Marvel movies? The original. Uh, the f- Iron Man? The original Iron Man. Okay. The first Iron Man. Okay. Uh, 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 the first Avengers. Okay. Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Oh. Black Panther. Okay. Uh, and um, fuck, it's really a tie between Civil War. And Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier. Yeah, those oh, are good movies. Damn, that's pretty much So, it. like, actually, Captain Marvel might not even fall in my top ten. So, that's kind of my overview. Um, I it's love, a good Marvel movie. It's a good Marvel movie, mm-hmm. though. But, I, you know, to put it in perspective, I like Ant-Man better. Both mm-hmm. of them better. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp and the first Ant-Man. I like them better than this. Okay. But uh, would you say this was a necessary film? Yes, very oh, much yeah. so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very she, much so. She, 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 they're going to set up push the, the, the universe. universe. Yeah. This is a great origin movie. This mm-hmm. is like a very oh. good very, a very good origin of Captain oh, Marvel. And I like the way they approach the origin movie. You know, in all, most of the superhero movies we, we've been seeing, they, they play out the origin story beginning to show the background. It's something uh-huh. she has to reveal. And she, they're trying to reveal, mm-hmm. and it's li- revealed. Several people are trying to reveal. So, later do on. you think uh, maybe it's a good? What, it was, it's a good approach. What made it. this not a great film, just a good film? Do you think it might have been something like uh, before, where you have your origin movie, right? And the origin movie that you're watching, let's say Iron Man, because that was the very first one. The very first Iron Man was that origin movie that set everything up, but it didn't know that it was setting everything up. It was just a standalone origin movie. These are the origins of Iron Man in in this universe. Right. Um, Now, come 10 years later, now that we're watching Captain Marvel, do you think her origin movie comes with some baggage? Because now they have to, in that same movie, explain how they're going to tie it in with the rest of the Avengers universe that's been going on so far. So do you think it's getting an unfair kind of baggage to it? No. no. Not necessarily okay. because the way the, they tie it in is minimal. Yeah, because okay. look at Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was pretty much a complete origin movie introducing magic itself mm-hmm. into the entire universe. It introduces a new realm uh, yeah. to the Marvel universe. And I, think, I think that's what's really significant about it. And a lot of a lot of the newer origin movies enter, you know, introduced us to a new realm Mm -hmm. like with guardians of the galaxy you were introduced to deep space Mm -hmm. you know again captain mar uh, or dr strange more magic than anything um ant-man and the wasp the quantum realm or like the ability to shrink and enlarge yeah and black panther you're going into in a completely you know the hero world outside of america okay like you're you're seeing more of it on an international like other through other cultures minds Mm -hmm. and stuff so I think with Captain Marvel, it just shows how one woman's struggle 
enabled her to become like one of the ultimate heroes. She's the Superman of the Marvel universe, is she not? Is that no, no, she's she's not, but she's like the Wonder Woman of the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's she's one of the strongest warriors in the Marvel universe. So actually, right now, as of this movie, she is like the strongest warrior in the universe. Yeah. 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 And it's 1995 before any of this other yeah, hero this takes, shit. Yeah, this takes place in 95. All except for the first Avenger that took place in the 40s. Right. Yes. Yeah. But he's frozen at this point. Well, no, because remember in Ant-Man and the Wasp and in Ant-Man, um, the original Ant-Man, Hank Pym and his wife, It Janet, was like secret missions they during do, the Cold yeah, War. Yeah, they would do secret missions during the Cold War in like the 80s mm. and stuff. Remember that? Remember that's when she got stuck into the quantum realm. Oh right! Yeah, because that's they right. would go, they would go on the covert missions because they had both had the ability to shrink. So where they've been? Oh, they've been retired. Well, Hank was. Well, and then she was. Didn't the, you, at this didn't, point, yeah, yeah, they'd be retired, yeah, and she yeah. would be. Yeah, she would be realm. in the quantum mm -hmm. realm at this point. Yeah, like in '95, mm -hmm. because it's still like the earlier Who years. Played her of, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was well Wasp. done. That was really well Very done. Very well That's done. That's a really good movie. Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp. I still recommend everyone go rewatch that. I need to rewatch that. Oh, again. yeah. Sick it's a ass good, movie. It's a good movie. But everyone keep a lookout for Captain Marvel. It's a good, good movie. Good movie. Great, great story. It's something you can take your kids to, your little girls to go see, and they would love it. Um, I may, in fact, tell my dad to take my young twin sisters to mm -hmm. go see this movie. And foo, it was heavy, it was heavy ninety esque and influenced too. That's why I featured those nineties uh, bands on the previous oh, podcast. Dude, you would love it. It's a lot of <laughs> a lot of garbage, a lot of nerd, no doubt. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the name of a band. That's the name of a band. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that makes sense. This yeah, yeah. like guys uh, trashing them. Now. There's uh, Nirvana, "Come as You Are," a uh -huh. nice little song on there. So, you love it, dude. You love it. Nice. Good. Well, for me. I kind of want to bring up one last thing. I know I brought it up on the on the last episode, mm -hmm. but I, I want your reactions to this, Foo and Steph. The uh, Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. Yeah. So what's the oh, development on that? So uh, right now the trailer is going to be coming out soon. So keep an eye on it. And but they just released like a look of what he looks like. He just looks like a long, hairy dude. It's weird. It's it, weird. It's, it's almost weird. as if they didn't have a concept to work with. And they just made him from scratch. But they had years of Sonic the Hedgehog it, animation. It was weird. In video games. That he was in comic books. This The, the storyline better be so much stronger than what the visuals are looking like right now for me to actually like this movie. Well, I, I don't know if you guys know who's in the movie. Uh, right now, one of the names that may be very familiar is none other than Mr. Jim Carrey. Okay. Who will be playing Dr. Robotnik. Whoa. I can see him play okay. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, so they haven't... But Jim Carrey is not untouchable, sir. No, he's not. He's done some stinkers. The Mr. Popper's Penguins. All right, all right. Don't... Oh, my God. Bruce Almighty? Oh No, Bruce Almighty was good. You be quiet. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty good, but it was pretty unnecessary to have a movie. Cable about Guy God. was a little unnecessary. I don't like the way Cable Sonic... Guy? Cable uh... Guy was pretty damn good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> not if... Not if... Not back when it came out, man. Oh, it was a stinker. I, yeah. It was his worst... It was his worst script that he was working with. It was some ever. of his creepiest work as well. It was really creepy. Like he was, he was basically stalking someone full time. Totally. And at the end, when he fell through the antenna, I was like, "Holy shit!" But he died. And he just <laughs> fell on the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way the Sonic the Hedgehog looks. He looks uh, too human. It Honestly, does. his it, eyes are too narrow and too close together. You guys, you guys. Looks like a guy went high school. You guys, huh? The, 
it's gonna look great for kids. You know, that's who they're trying to get at this, the younger audience. They're they're bigger in numbers, and I think that's why they decided to make them look this way. So it's actually being directed by Jeff Fowler. The writing credits go to Patrick Casey and Josh Miller, and it stars Jim Carrey as Dr. Ivo Robotnik, James Martin as Tom Wachowski, Neil McDonough is going to be in it, Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog, the voice of him, there's also going to be a girlfriend. Uh, honestly, doesn't show anyone else from the no universe. I don't see Tails' name in here at all. Dude, way to fuck it up then. I'm Miles Tails. Tails' powers. No oh, man. Or Knuckles, dude. If they don't have them in the movie, why are we doing this? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. If it's... If this... I'm not looking forward to this. You know... Uh, they better go- have the original like ring sound, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Thring! Thring! <laughs> yeah. Um, to go on a bit of a tangent here, you know what would be super dope, and I would be, I'd, I'd be the first one in line for a Star Fox movie oh. with the animation of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Yeah. The stop motion. Yeah, the stop motion. No, uh, thank you. No, yeah, thanks. I'd be so in for that with the same director. What's his name? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson doing a Star Fox movie. Star wow. Fox is wow. down. No. It would probably work. Yeah, because it's it's campy, man. Dude, so have you that... seen? Have you played Star Fox? Do you understand how campy it was back then? Dude, Star Fox was one of the first games I had on all my Nintendo systems, and I would play it to one hundred percent completion. I would go through all parts of the solar system. First thing you did at completion, Huffu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First and only. First and only. Wow. <laughs> well, I want to bring up this last uh, movie, and hopefully it kind of gets you guys a little excited. Um, I had posted this on the Facebook page, actually. Uh, it is a movie named Brightburn. Yes. Coming out this 2018. Yes, bitch. It, starts, it stars none other than Elizabeth Banks. Uh, David Denman, you may know him as Roy from The Office. He plays the the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the premise of this movie is is what if pretty much if Superman was an evil little bastard and started killing his entire town? Yeah, like that's pretty much. What the if premise. he didn't like grow up in an, a regular environment where he was just a normal kid? Um, yeah, it's like, what if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister. And it's called Brightburn. Mm-hmm. And pretty much this entire thing, like he has a, all the powers of Superman, but he's killing like a bunch of people in town that are kind of like picking on him like as a kid. And Dang, so, where did he grow up? The streets of Detroit? <laughs> Brightburn is the name of the town. Um, uh, he he ends up landing in Brightburn rather than landing in Smallville because I understand that that it wasn't um, it wasn't the same couple that yes. raised them right yes it, was it wasn't different... the Kents yeah. yeah and I guess this kid would like beat up other kids at school and a lot of the parents were like saying he's not your who he's not even your son you don't even know whose real parents are he could be a psycho because this kid was like showing psych like psychotic tendencies so everyone look at the trailer it looks trippy as fuck. Do you think and uh, do you think it would explain if his original name was still Kal-El? Like, is it still the same Kryptonian that they might have sent back? In I don't know. I mean, that'd be interesting if it's like a Kryptonian story. Or even if they just call the the kid Cal. Well, in the trailer that they that'd have cool. out currently, is that um, they have they have something like coming from space and landing in like a farmhouse, correct area, right? So it's the same origin story. 
in regards to how he got to Earth. Essentially. But he, but he just lands in a different part of Kansas. Yeah, it's essentially that, but more so that this kid has more something more evil in him than his parents are. So it may also be like the alien planet he came from are a bunch of sadistic motherfuckers rather than eight. yeah rather than you know how clark came from his p- parents who are scientists who are trying to save all of krypton maybe it's someone that's trying to conquer worlds or some shit so they send this guy and that's just how they are yeah i'm i can't wait to see this it comes out may 24th of this year it's gonna pretty it's pretty how much how has this state so under the radar it i think it just got the tra- first trailer came out just a few months ago like they really a great i i hope it doesn't suck I, I really know, I hope, it, hope does, so too. it does really well. I hope it's a it's a great script. The idea is awesome, and it, you can make out at least if not a superhero movie or at least a super villain movie, you can totally turn this into like a horror movie. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. This is a wide release. It's not like a Netflix movie or anything. No wide release. Wow. It's going to be in theaters. Dope. Yeah. So everyone, nice. go check out Brightburn May twenty fourth. I will mm. definitely be there to watch it. You guys got anything else? I know it's Mario Day. Mario Day. <laughs> As we record this March 10th, when you write it down, it looks like Mario. Uh, M-A-R-1-0. That's a stretch. Uh, and uh, Steph, <laughs> it I, works out. I, I found it online just like randomly. People were posting all these pictures of Mario, and I sent you guys a couple of pictures or a yeah. picture of a, a Mario with a Mario hat. It's a Mario. <laughs> so cute. Anyway. <laughs> Nintendo is actually having a couple of deals right now. Um, Deals include 20% or $20 off the following Mario titles for the Nintendo Switch. Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Tennis Aces, Super Mario Party, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. So there are some deals out there. If you go on the Nintendo website, you can find them. And if you have the Switch or you have kids that you want to get a new game for... Nintendo, so where's that? Mario's good for kids. Like, it's perfect for kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> what it is, say? fool. Dude, the kids Super just Smash Bros. No, Mar- Mario's great. He's, he's one of the best characters Super ever created. Super Smash Bros, dude. He's, uh, he's up there with Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he is. You know, he's, definitely. he's definitely in that pantheon of characters. Yeah, because, like... Put Mario Kart in front of like little like three or four year olds, dude. They'll be all over that shit. Like yeah. our our little nephew, all he does is play. He like he loves playing Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he got a Mario Kart video game for his birthday, and he was super excited. And like all the kids around him, like he had in his hand, and he was like, "I have Mario Kart," <laughs> and all the kids are like, "Woo!" Speaking like of chanting. Josh, <laughs> speaking of Mario Kart, Steph and I are going to be going to that Mario Kart over in L.A. Oh, that's right. That live you. action Mario Kart where we're actually getting go-karts. For your 40th yep. birthday. One more quick thing about this Nintendo. Um, the deals will last until March 16th. So you have a couple days to get the deals if you want to get the, the games. I Just go tell, on Nintendo. I got to tell Danny to jump on that Mario Party 8. Do it, son. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. I also got a Mario in the car. He's in the trunk. Um, All right, we we have to move on from this conversation <laughs> because I believe this can be used as incriminating evidence. Oh, if we go any further, let's let's continue. No, let's hang continue. on, I'm I'm curious. No, no, <laughs> what did he do? He was just cleaning. He was just a custodian. A motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's just some plumber. Custodian he got, of he's, Koopas. He's, he's got, got he's got in the way. Got got by somebody who looks like a Koopa Troopa. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for another <laughs> Nerd News, everyone. Nerd! Oh, man. We'll, we'll be right back with the joint report and the music highlights. Quick. Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the food here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Food Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Food Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boobity doobity. Are you on weed? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. Well, today I wanted to bring to light something that the food brought to my attention a little while ago. It's been a few weeks now, and, and I understand, food. you have not purchased or partaken in any vaping from a vape pen anymore. You refuse, I believe. You refuse. Yes, actually, I threw it away when I moved. I noticed it was very clogged, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like, oh, you know, I'll keep it for when I get a new one. And I think a report came out in, sometime in January that said that they were finding metal shard and remnants of shards yeah. in, in the actual cartridges being tested. Yeah, we can go oh. into that, but the article that I got off of Leafly.com, um, this article came back came out uh, just about a week ago, a little over a week ago on March 1st. Uh, are you about to puff on a fake vape pen? What? Yeah, so um, there's an entire market of fake vape pens out there. So the market for cannabis concentrates in the U.S. is pretty much on fire. Um, but... Not like you, every not everything's legitimate. Get it? They're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively, foo. Yes. Uh, so, as evidenced by a report from the uh, Arcview Market Research that shows almost three billion dollars in legal concentrate sales in 2018, a 49 percent increase over the previous year. But by 2022, researchers estimate annual sales will reach. billion dollars putting concentrates roughly on par with smokable flowers like it's going to become the mainstream if it doesn't like already start passing it up by then well it's definitely becoming more popular Mm -hmm. now because more uh, as you can see we're all dabbing it up more than we are going to the flower thanks to Um, your bachelor party food (laughs) thanks to your bachelor my bachelor party taught us so many things oh man those going to those classes the actual growing class class? yeah the terpene and concentrates class was the best because we learned so much we learned that dabbing was much better and also nobody except me was down to keep on dabbing right well and then my cousin made like a theme song every time like dab it up boys dab it up boys you gotta say it in that that 90 1920s old timey dab it up up, boys (laughs) well while it's undeniable that vape pens deliver discretion and important safety benefits questions do do remain about what exactly is inside those cartridges so uh what the foo alluded to earlier is that they're they're finding that um, that we're inhaling some heavy metal vapor into our, your lungs, and it should be a serious concern to anyone who has chosen vape pens as a healthier alternative oh, to smoking shit. flour. 
So I haven't puffed on mine because I've been dabbing it up as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that might be the safer alternative, though vaping was like so convenient. Yes, especially if you're on the road or if like, you know, you're out somewhere. Yeah. You can't, you know, take fucking flour inside with you. Let me just take or my Or a big ass dab rig. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> What's that, son? Don't worry, bro. My Call medical equipment. <laughs> yeah, it's my medical equipment. My, it's my laboratory. So vape pen manufacturers have been aware of a growing counterfeit market for, well, more than five years. Um, but up until recently, there's been little public discretion or discussion of the problem. Um, it's not just the cannabis-filled vape cartridges that are getting knocked off. Sometimes it's the actual pen. So oh. even the battery itself, it's like a knockoff. Oh. So, uh, yeah, because oh. the non-specific batteries cause... Uh, can operate at a higher voltage, which will like burn, burn out your pens, which burn used it to out, which to makes them more, you know, cooked. Pretty much, and it's not. It's just not good. Yeah, they generally use non-certified batteries and materials, which either function improperly or just not at all. If they fail to sufficiently heat uh, the vapor, uh, the output would be minimal or almost like nothing. So it wouldn't really. You wouldn't really get the vapor that you deserve, you know, or at least how the cartridge was designed to mm-hmm. give you. So that's kind of fucked up. And so, it's, and this is coming from states that actually have it still illegal. Yeah. Because that they still have to have a black market in place for this kind of thing for people who are seeking this kind of thing, and it's not always legitimate, which sucks. And um, I, in California, it wasn't until what uh, was it July of last year, the year before, um, where basically they made the uh the labels like they had to relabel all cannabis products mm-hmm. and make them in the sealable bags yeah like however if it wasn't uh, labeled before they had to throw everything out that was partly in due because like it's kind of the laws of gray area and where um some some uh, dispensaries uh depending on the county they're located in um, they can't, depending on their status as a dispensary, it's optional to require testing for your product. Mm-hmm. For example, Brass Knuckles, you know the company Brass yeah. Knuckles, the mm-hmm. cartridges? Yeah. Um, one of my cousins works at a city-sponsored dispensary in um, the Orange County, mm-hmm. and uh, they require testing, and Brass Knuckles doesn't provide them with testing results, so they don't carry them. So that oh. brand Brass Knuckles is probably one of these brands that, oh, wow. that can't be carried. That can't order. be carried a lot of places. And uh, the original Foo, he slings them. So <laughs> the Foo from when we worked at Best Buy. Yeah, back what the like Godfather Foo. The Godfather. <laughs> the God Foo. The God Foo. Yeah, the God Foo. Um, Shout out yeah. to the God Foo. The God <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah. So Brass Knuckles is one of these uh, companies that does not test. Uh, for all the, all the percentages and um, how much THC content and everything, so I wonder if Plug and Play does that does any testing. I know they have that specific charger, mm-hmm. like that base for them, because it's like just a magnetic base. Yeah. So I'm not. Oh damn! I wonder because I use them a lot. Interesting. Well, look it up. There is a little bit of a solution here because um, for for everybody living in states where it's still illegal. Um, there's no need to break up with your dealer. Just you know, okay, stick God. with flour for a little while, and you'll be fine. And if you're worried about getting high discreetly, maybe do like people from you know previous generations did and invest in a one hitter. 
The ones that are discreetly disguised to look like a harmless tobacco cigarette. Just, just pack a fucking fat ass bowl and there you go. And then, and then just leave. Yeah. <laughs> and have your evening about you. Yep. Um, yeah, those, those little one hitters aren't bad though, man. The, 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 you used to have one before it broke or maybe you lost it or something like that. It looks like a tobacco cigarette. Yeah, it looks just glass. like a cigarette. It's made um, out of glass, but you just put like a little one hitter thing and you just heat it up and poof. Yep. Uh, they're very convenient, but they get very dirty very fast and smelly. That's true, too. So you have to have a good case for it that wouldn't really allow for the smell to get out. Exactly. It's all over the place. But uh, that's going to do it for another joint report, everybody. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's finish this off with the music highlight, shall we? Well, today I wanted to get more into like the indie feel okay. a little bit uh, with a little rock and roll in the middle. But this first one is from some indie heroes that we've known for many years. Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, all right. Now, I uh, and Steph knows me. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of Death Cab for Cutie. But when they have a hit. Or when they have something that kind of like stays in a certain lane for me, yeah. it's a good fucking song. Yeah. And this is one that really doesn't get the love that I think deserves amongst all the other ones that they highlight on the radio. This one's from 2009, Death Cat for Cutie's album called, actually, it's an EP called The Open Door. And this song is called My Mirror Speaks. They don't really focus on that chorus. They weave it in between the song. Yeah, it's like nice. that chorus isn't really as prominent as it, as it deserves to be, but it really stands alone on its own. And uh, that's the hook, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they weave it in almost like indiscriminately throughout the song, and that's what really makes this song pop for me. Um, the 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 production that they did with the drums, they really could have fucked that up royally, and they didn't. It was really well done. Those uh, because you notice it's not your conventional drum beat. You're no, using a lot of toms mm-hmm. and your occasional hi hats. It's um, so if if done improperly, this song would have not probably sounded as good as it does. But it does a really good job at yeah, dude, it sounds keeping great. Keeping up, yeah, good lyrics too. Good, good great Death Cab for Cutie song. This guy has a lot of internal struggle going on. <laughs> I was just listening to the first few lines. I was yeah. like, damn. It's a whole who, shit. who hurt you? Yeah. Who hurt who you? Who hurt you? How are you so damaged? <laughs> 
Well, uh, Ben Gibbard, he's the singer of the and the lyric writer of Death Cat for Cutie, and we featured his material on the podcast before. Uh, he was in the Postal Service. Remember that yeah, when I right. featured that other song. Um, he's a great lyric writer, songwriter. I guess he kind of uh, leans on his band to provide him with that. Although Death Cat for Cutie was like a uh, a solo project for Ben. And then oh. when when the when when his music became more more recognized and notable and started growing, that's when he kind of acquired the people in his band. So it, it was. I mean, he's the lyric writer from the start, but you know the the band follows suit. And I think in the, that's why the the most I think the most recent albums that they've put out have not sounded as close to the ones that came out back in the late '90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he does what he does, man, and he does it. He kind of stays in his lane. That's what I appreciate about them. Um, Stay in your lane, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now this next band is a fairly new band. This one's called Ultimata. This track that I brought with me for today was a track that they came out with a little bit at the end of last year, 2018. It was a single called "Losing Sleep." I'll talk about it a little bit more after you guys check it out. Here you go. They have a cool like rock and roll sound about them. Is yeah, what I appreciate about it's like them. Like a little Springsteen. Oh, you got what you got out of it. That's what I got. That's out interesting. Of it. That's cool. I like that. What do you think, uh, Steph? I love that uh, little tambourine just shaking in the background. That's right. Like yeah. it. <laughs> well, they're out of Edmonton, um, and they Canada. Un- yeah. Thanks, <laughs> <Dang>, fool! <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> So the song is expected to appear on their sophomore album called Time Hasn't Changed You, which follows their first album that came out back in 2016 called Dirty Rain. So this album's due out in March of this year, so we're already in March, so any minute now, I guess. And it's out of their record label called Pheromone Records. But it's bluesy, kind of melodic. The track emerged from an emotional low point, if you listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, So... It's it's entertaining, and I'm I look forward to more of their second album that's coming out. I went back and listened to a little bit, not not the whole thing. I didn't have enough time, but the first few songs on their first album are pretty freaking entertaining. Like they have a good energy, and it sounds like they would be really fun to watch live. Dope. Yeah, yeah. that's the song sounds like it has lots of high energy. Like I can I can picture them in the studio just running around all over the place. <laughs> Causing a mess. Causing a mess. Fucking incurring a fucking general cleaning fee. Yeah, the guy the guy playing the tambourine is just like bouncing off the walls. Right. There's just coke splashing everywhere and powdering up everywhere. Right. Wow. That's what rock and roll is, right? That's what it used to be. Before everybody sold out. No. 
Anyway, I call that the 80s. Last track that I wanted to play for everyone today was a band called Swimmers. And that is spelled S-W-M-R-S. What do you know about Swimmers, Steph? <laughs> is this a trick question? <laughs> no, they're, they're, question. Ba- they're a band from uh, the Bay Area. The Yay? The Bay Area? Yay. And Billy Joe Armstrong's son actually plays the drums for this band. Oh. That's how I found out about them. So this uh, song is called April in Houston off of their album that's coming out this year. It came out this year called Berkeley's on Fire. Drums in my head. My train just cut on fire and I'm stuck here at the station. It's that Shannon playing on my favorite radio. I can remember the first time that I saw her. Should've known that she would always be around Hey, what's the problem if I got a little hesitation? Is it wrong to be afraid of growing up? Can we wash these extra hands? I'm losing my sense of direction in a haze You know, Swimmers is a really cool band, and this album, I think, is really going to push them to a different direction because they're working with a different producer that has produced Muse and Death Cat for Cutie. Ah. And I think they're right in the middle of those types of two bands that we're talking. I mean, they describe themselves as grunge pop. Grunge pop. If you can believe that. I mean, and it kind of makes sense. If you're listening to the lyrics and the uh, chord progressions, uh-huh. it's kind of similar to the old Seattle grunge scene. That was going down. I mean, if, you're, if you listen to Nirvana, Local H, uh-huh. all that other kind of grungy sounding shit that came out back then, um, they do a really good job with that. And uh, the production value is really kind of in the middle of what grunge was and pop. It's really crisp. The The drum beats are almost kind of electronic, but, you know, you can still feel some soul behind them. And um, the swimmers are pretty diverse too because they also have a few uh, few entry methods. <laughs> no, they also have a few songs that sound very like really ha- hardcore face. punk. Do they? Ch- so they change up their styles. They change up they their style. Like Freestyles. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? I mean, the swimmers seem very diverse. They seem like a like. Very strong stream yeah. of swimmers. I recommend that you listen to swimmers after you've eaten some pineapple. Oh, how, how long though? Like 30 minutes? So I gotta I, wait like give minutes. it a day or two. Okay. Eat pineapple for lunch for a week. Okay, got it. Done. Swimmers will go down a lot sweeter. <laughs> there you go. Taking notes, Steph? <laughs> I'm not the one you need to give notes to. Oh, oh, ouch. I'm not getting what? any dole. Oh. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wow. Oh, oh. 
So that's <laughs> going to do it for another music highlight for today. Now, we've been talking about adding a different segment within this segment, a shitting on uh, music highlight, Foo. Foo, I would just like, yeah, I would like to highlight some of the music that's like. It's like, why was that created? But, why? But you know what? Uh, I, I displayed a song to Josh the other day, and he really liked the beat, but it was just like. They were just unnecessarily rapping on. And then Josh is like, how long is this song? And I was like, six and a half minutes. Oh, my <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was it. The can we, can we feature Army it on the, the next Army episode? Army of the of Pharaohs. Yeah, it's Army of Army the Pharaohs. Army of the Pharaohs. It's their like. They're on Apple they're Music. A, so they're a, soup, they're a super group of underground rap artists. So if that's not an oxymoron, I don't know what is. <laughs> A super <laughs> underground group. Um, you don't know their names. Yeah, but and it's super. like seven or eight guys rapping on a track. All right, so what's the name of this again? They're Army th of the Pharaohs. Army of the Pharaohs. AOTP, son. AOTP. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They were they're affiliated with Jedi Mind Tricks. Jedi Mind Tricks is uh, one of my favorite um, underground. Artist from the 90s. Is there any specific track from Army of the Pharaohs yeah, that the you want me to see if I can battle, check out? Battle song? Battle Cry. Battle yeah, Cry. The there one. you go. If you want to start it from the beginning, man. Do I? Do you I do. really want to you start it from the beginning? Sure let's do. do it, dude. All right. Well, let's check it out right now. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. We're back. Pharaoh click, motherfucker. Yeah. On the IV, not the Roman numeral four with the IV that leads to the funeral floor. Wax gets melted, breaks bones, fractures, pelvis, feet through space and cracks glass. Astronaut helmets, face it, motherfucker, I could pay to get rid of you. I got more heads in the hood than pagan rituals. A new tyrannical force for you to fear. Known to kill and keep human ears and souvenirs. A shapeshifter face, let a paper get a taping system. Rape your sister, make your sister, take it in the face. And if you're facing us, block off a 30 block radius. I throw more blows. Boxing, Dr. Octavius. Ever since we made some noise, I learned people love a winner. We the quality of deep dish rims. Y'all the hub spinners, tough sinners. Break bread with Jesus at dinner, protected by your heavenly force. Fuck a minister, niggas know better. No one's letter is better than mine. Every time I rhyme, it's metal. The terror level is high. Plus, I testify it's best you die. Then to find the truth deep down in the mountain of lies. Down in size, I'm outing you guys deep in the dirt. So, so, Enlighten me here. So, 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 they're very six like, minutes of this. Yeah, they're very religious, but religious, heavily influenced by religion okay. and like uh, conspiracy theories and shit like that. Mythos. Well, I, I heard that yeah. from the lyric. I got more hens in the hood than pagan rituals. Yeah. <laughs> like damn. And then you know this Get is kind of like a hype, son. a hyping up song. I like the beat; it's pretty cool. The beat's but pretty cool. If it was, you know, backing a but like you heard, you heard, Vinny, <laughs> you heard Vinny Paz in the beginning, man. We're back, motherfuckers! Okay. It's like, wait a minute, this where'd is, you guys this, go? This is your intro album. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Well, um, so how you're many... just coming out or you're back? So the, the guy listed at the beginning, the seven rappers jumping on the track. Okay. Seven rappers on this track. Oh, my God. Which gosh. is why it's six minutes. Kind of like the, the, the Wu-Tang song with uh, Logic. Oh, yeah. Wu-Tang Forever? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, except, you know. Except it was good. It was good. <laughs> and if you, like, listen to these guys, or if you turn it up, a guy on here probably now is, like, a Do guy they probably just dragged from the street. Idea? They're like, yo, read these lyrics, dog. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It kind of sounds like that. It's on, this, it's on this song? Yeah. A little towards the end? Of what? Of this song? Of what is... All right, this is going to turn into an abacus. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it's, it's just really, it's just really ridiculous. It's just really ridiculous. They're just, they're just rapping about being hard and like how they're badass. And like, they're saying like every other verse of something related to religion and God and Jesus and all this fucking weird shit. Um, that's just their style of rapping. Okay. All right. Um, it's, it's just funny because like at the time I really loved this shit. And like I don't know what do you guys think about the beat? The beat's not no, bad. No, the, the, the beat is good. The beat is good. The that's the best part of the song. I mean, it's a shame <laughs> I got to listen to the song now. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but the beat is is it kind of like I if I wasn't listening to the lyrics, which a lot of people don't these days. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, but like from the lyrics you heard, you already heard them like Rapping in all these like Bible fucking Bible happenings verses. and shit. Yeah, you know they got they like uh, they got their thing. Going I'll on. give you the four, not the Roman <laughs> Roman numeral. Dude, they're just trying to prove that they did their Sunday school work. Okay, oh, they yeah. had to sit there and do it for so long. It's about goddamn time they put it for. Some they're still use. showing their good guys because they believe in religion. Jesus, which is fine, <laughs> but just write a better song. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like Cartman says, you know, instead of baby, say Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> let me lay next to you, baby. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> let me lay next to you, Jesus. It's like you're in love with Jesus. Well, Foo, I think uh, we're going to stamp this up with a good old toilet flush. Yeah, there, there, there it is. It, it, that needed a big flush. Yeah. Uh, yes. For, for all, all seven, seven of them. Of them. <laughs> all seven of their shit. This, of is, their a, this shit. is a low flow, so I'm going to have to... There One little piece was trying yeah, to escape. A, a courtesy oh. flush, man. Courtesy flush. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us today, everyone. This was episode 87 in the books. Another it's, one in the books. Yeah. Now, Foo, are you going to be on this show regularly again? We've missed you for the last couple of weeks, well, man. It's been well, a little empty. It's well, been hurting my soul. Well, <laughs> well Foo, uh, I don't know when the news will break, but let's just say my secret mission... There's gonna Futopia. No. No. It was for Futopia. Okay. But it wasn't on Futopia. <gasps> what? Yeah. Uh, let's just say, depending on how history reveals itself, we might only have eight planets again. What? And what? that's all I can say. Wow. What did you do? I didn't do anything, man. They're the ones who tried to do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Unspeakable things. Let Foo. me know what it Foo, is. You should later. see Captain Marvel. I mean, they they kind of explain kind of what <laughs> What the Kree are up to, man. It's pussyfooting around the question. <laughs> he sure is. Well, food. do you really want to know how boring space is? Because I did listen to the podcast via my Foo equipment. You were that bored, huh? Yeah. And I love the part where you're like, hope you're listening. And you're like, no, he's, he's not. He's not listening. I'm, dude, from <laughs> that. Don't be ridiculous. From that moment in space, I was so driven to make sure like. <laughs> I have to keep listening. <laughs> yeah. To spite the Foo. Zay. I was just like, I need to come back and make and document our meetings. All right, cool. <laughs> well, good. Well, good. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for listening to the Foobar Show. Thank you for downloading the Pod of Most Major Podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. 
You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Jesse. I've been Josh. And for the food and the staff. Say it. Don't be a dick.